A fee has been paid by the Animal Rescue League for the editorial content of the following program. This is News Radio 1040 WHO. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to ARL Animal Connection. Good morning, Carol. <laughs> Good morning. You've already got me laughing, so I'm uh, crying over yeah. here. Oh my gosh. Through my pain, hitting my arm <laughs> in the chair. You were, you were being silly. I was being silly. Yeah. You hit your arm, and then you were in pain. It's not my fault if I start laughing before the pain started. Yep. Timing's everything, isn't it? Just, it is. Just before we come on. It is. So, good morning. We're here with the Animal Rescue League. How yes. are you? I'm doing okay. You're not feeling well this week. I'm fighting off the lurgy. Yeah. The what? Sorry. Uh, Illness, head cold, something like, sorry, Australian term, the lurgy. Okay, I've never heard How you that spell one. that, I don't know. Yeah, you just know what it means. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, but other than that, it's been going well. Um, got a lot to cover today. Yes. So we'll go over that and what's been happening this week. And then I've got one more week. Well, I fly out next week. Yeah, but you'll be here next Saturday. I'll be here. Yes. Yeah, you're getting me up early so I, I can sleep on the plane. What time's your plane take off? Afternoon? Afternoon. So you hopefully can go take a nap if you're not too wired. i got to pack. Well, you'll have to pack before <laughs> that. My gosh, won't you? You're gone oh, for we'll two see. weeks. Yeah. So if for those of you who don't Throw know some what we're talking in. about, since we're just rambling... Yes. I haven't seen Mick all week, so... I'm heading I'm off just, to Lebanon, yes. Beirut, for two weeks to work with... Uh, on some behaviour stuff with some United Nation dogs. It's very exciting that you yeah. were invited to do that. I mean, uh, what an honour. So yeah. It is, it is. So, all it's like getting everything planned and apparently there's, I didn't know, but there's lots of paperwork to do when you're working with the UN. Yes, I'm <laughs> guessing, yes. And uh, then the excitement comes and then the long plane flight, So yeah. and then the work begins. How so many, it's actually work. How many hours? Uh, about 16 hours airtime, yeah. and then there's the layovers. i got three of those, so Ugh. it's going to be a long day. Where do you lay over in? What cities? Uh, Minneapolis, okay, fun. Uh, Paris. Oh, fun. Oh, yeah. Only a couple of hours. Well, I know, but still. I look out the window. Oh, there's Paris. <laughs> yeah, I've been to Paris before. So. Oh, well, la-di-da. Da. I haven't. <laughs> Whatever. What about, what's the third one? And then land in Beirut. Oh, and then land in Beirut. Oh, it's two stopovers. That's two so that's stopovers, good. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Well, I expect a souvenir from Paris, whatever. From the airport. Something. You'll get something. <laughs> Little Eiffel Tower. <laughs> oh, but, wouldn't that be adorable? It will be. Yeah. It would be. But, um, yeah, again, <clears throat> you know, we're dealing with working dogs, but all pets have, you know, confi- when they're confined or left at home, um, have behaviour. Mm-hmm. Some good, some not so good. <laughs> so, of course, our show, if you want to call in, 284-1040. We can talk about some fun stories or answer your behaviour questions if you have them. But uh, that's one of the things I'll be doing over there as well because the dogs live with the handlers and a couple of them, you know, have spinning behaviours and yeah. that have developed over the years. So, yeah, we're going to do all that type of good behaviour stuff. Even our own, you know, I was sitting there last night, well, laying there last night watching TV and I have a very large cat named Oscar. He's, mm-hmm. you know, poly de- well, big yeah, boned. He very, very big boned, but he's really not that overweight. He is a very large, true, big boned cat. Thank you. So anyway, <laughs> and so he comes in to bed and jumps up and lays down, like at the on at the back of my husband who's mm-hmm. sleeping. So he lays down. Well, that's my French bulldog Reese's normal spot. Uh-oh. So Reese, who happened to be getting a drink of water at the time, 
I am going somewhere with this story. Okay, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's early. Keep me awake. Come on now. Yes. Getting a drink of water and comes in and comes up the little stairs onto the bed and sees the Oscar, the cat, yep. is, in, is in her spot. And she stands there. She sits there. She, she goes over. She sits there. And she just stares at Oscar. Stares at Oscar. And Oscar's not moving. Like, Oscar's like, pretty eh, much like, I'm, I'm bigger than you. It's not happening. <laughs> I'm not moving. So, but this is a new thing. Like, usually Reese would just go lay down someplace else. So, yeah. what do you think that behavior is? Like, she's just all of a sudden decided I'm done. That's my spot. Or Yeah, and, look of disgust on her face. Yeah, I mean, she was pretty <laughs> distraught over it. I mean, yeah. I eventually had to shift Oscar over more by me so to give Reese the spot. But this is new. This is totally new. Knew that Oscar's lying there, or knew that Reese has got a knew no, knew that Reese has her nose out of joint, joint about about you know. Huh. I mean, she usually would just go, okay, whatever. Cat's laying there. I'm going to go lay down by the you know bottom of the bed or something. But she sat there and stared and stared. I mean, I couldn't sleep. I had to like move them just so I could not be stressed out about Reese being stressed. <laughs> Did it start this week? Yeah. What was different this week? We're at home. There you go. <laughs> So you think that's what did it? Maybe. Do you it, think she might go back to normal? Because that whole staring thing. That's, it's freaky. It's freaky. <laughs> it's, and it's, it's What is wrong? And it's sad. And, you know, Oscar doesn't really care. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. Oscar does not care where he sleeps. So, like, I could shift him over by me and let Reese have her spot. And yeah. Oscar is just fine with that. You yeah. know. Sometimes, like, when we have time off and you're home and you spend more time with your guys, you, even yeah. if you're just hanging around, and it's like, oh, no, all of a sudden we... Um, become a little bit higher up on the value list. Yeah. Um, so is the fact that they want to lay by him and not me say they value him more than me? Yep. Oh, well, thank you for that. <laughs> that hurt. Simple. That hurt, but at least it was honest. Do you want me to I'm straight up. Don't <laughs> yeah, ask if you don't want to hear. No, that's true. That's uh, no, yeah. Um, and again, it's in context. And it, like many, many years, you know, we believed in the hierarchy system and alpha yeah. dog and all the rest of it. Yeah. And it's shown with all the research and we are so far removed from the wolf pack to look at domestic dogs mm -hmm. that we shouldn't even bother. But what they do is they have a social structure, but it shifts. So the hubby may be the valuable resource at bedtime, but mum might be the valuable resource at dinner time. So, or I like getting pats more or one dog likes food more, so the others defer it steps up and becomes the first one to eat. But then when it comes to bedtime, another dog goes, oh, I don't mind. And the other one says, well, I'm going to choose. So it actually fluctuates. So they have a social structure, but they all work it out. Yeah. Um, the problem where we, well, we used to get into trouble is that we used to say, well, you're top dog because you're the oldest dog. You're the first dog here. And the dog may not have cared. And humans interjected and forced a social structure which then cause problems. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so when I first started in this work, that you, you heard <coughs> that all me. the time. Bless you. You heard that all the time, like you know, oh, it's the hierarchy and who's yeah. the alpha and all that kind of thing with dogs. And then you know, some of it came with cats. And do cats have the hierarchy? And da da da. And, yep. You know. Oh, well, many, many, many years ago, when I started in this, I used to teach that. Yeah. Because that's what we knew at the time. Right. And then I uh, met some. Very smart people and even researchers that are out of Berkeley, Dr. Ian Dunbar, and spent a lot of time with him and read a lot of papers and went, 
okay, there's more to this. And, of course, now we're like, oh, no, we don't have alpha dog and pack structure. And Right. Yeah, it's just the domestic dog is too far removed. And then the research that was done on the wolf pack wasn't fully done correctly. It was a very small part of behaviour way back when we started this in the 30s and 40s. Yeah. So, yeah. So interesting. It is. And who knows what we're going to know in another 10 years from now. That's right. So that's the fun part about this. See, there's people awake out there. My long rambling stories didn't put Bob to sleep. He's on the phone. Excellent. So let's talk to Bob this morning. Hi, Bob. Morning, Bob. Bob. Good morning. How are you? Good. Haven't talked to you in a while. No, you haven't. We missed you calling in. I was looking at the calendar the other day because of birthdays, and my wife had on there my uh, female cat is 13 years old, and I couldn't believe it. I mean, time has flown. Yes. Well, I had owned field dogs, hunting dogs, my entire life until I got cats. Yeah. And uh, I know the longevity of dogs somewhat. I mean, and I always had good luck with them. I had a couple of uh, dogs that lived to be 14, a short hair pointer in a lab and i had the last lab she lived to be 16 so i know you can't go strictly by that but yeah i what's the average on cats now this little gal i've got three i've got two boys and one girl and she's a russian blue i don't know if breeds live different lengths or yeah a little bit so Hang on. I'm going to let Mick answer because I'm about ready to cough. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not transferring everything. Oh, excuse me. But, um, yeah, different breeds a little bit, but cats 15, 15 16, yeah. 16 nowadays with our medical treatments mm-hmm. and um, also healthy living, diet, yeah, and genetics. Um, yeah. But 15, 16 is not abnormal nowadays right for and that, cats and that's average i mean yeah so yeah. i mean i had a cat named jack who lived to be t- almost 22 years old i know you've yep. got your older cat right now just turned 18 yep so you know you're right you're totally right with the care that's out there and the stuff about nutrition and medical care and that sort of thing we can do for our pets you know that average of 15 or 16 well I mean, see that's what i had heard different people say oh my old cat lived to be 21 years old yeah well you know Sub can, yeah, and we've I'm, probably seen it more than what we used to. You know, and here I am in my early 70s, and I'm getting on the short end of the stick, and <laughs> I kind of like them to last as long as I do. Absolutely. But, uh, we we all hope to keep them in our lives as long as we can, that's yeah. for sure. So but, You know, she's 13, and I notice that they, they stay there. My business is out on an acreage, and uh, so... I take them in at night, and then during yep. the day they have the run of the place, and they have this big, huge building to play in all the time, and that yeah. boiled rotten. But I noticed the other day she was up the hill there a little bit. And, oh, she come running down. She was really feeling frisky in that, and I thought, good Lord, I haven't seen her act like a kitten like that in quite a while. So yep. Makes you smile, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And uh, like I said, I took good care of the dogs, and they... Tended to last quite a bit, so maybe these will too. But good job. I didn't know if a fellow friend of mine said, "Oh, about a dog is like seven years to a human one, and a cat's like four. And I did. I didn't know. So. Yeah, we sort of adjust that now, and 
We're going to have to cut you off there, Bob. We're going to go to a break, but thank, thank you. you so much for calling. I'll Great stuff. back to my coffee out of my ARL cup. Fantastic. Oh, Good man. Thank you for listening, and thank you for the call. It's Yeah, it's... Really good information. It is. It good is. story. So we'll be back in a minute. On all states. It's a cloudy day in central Iowa. We'll still see some rain and showers at times. 69 degrees the high temperature with south-southwest winds at 5 to 15. Tonight, skies beginning to clear. Temperatures dropping to 52 overnight. On Sunday, day two, sunny skies and warmer. 80 degrees our high temperature. Monday, day three, another cool down, mostly sunny and 68 degrees. That's latest news radio, 1040 WHO, three-day weather forecast. I'm Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa. You're listening to ARL Animal Connect, part of our new, more live and local weekends on News Radio 1040 WHO. Welcome back, everyone. ARL Animal Connection 284 1040. If you'd like to call in, people can also submit questions through our website. Yes. At www. ARL. Hyphen Iowa. Org. How about that? That hey. was adorable. That wasn't even that wasn't even rehearsed. Oh, I know. We're pretty good. At, yeah, we're getting we're, good at this. We're cruising. Yeah. So Mick was talking about he's getting ready to take off. So he's here today, and then he's here next Saturday, and then he's yep. gone for two weeks. So we'll have a guest host filling in and a sub in. A sub in. So we're not. I'm still firming that up, but uh, so that'll be interesting. They're all scared. Yeah, because we do weird. such a great job. Well, it's just I can't I can't even imagine. You know what I mean? It'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Carol may even take a day off one day. Oh, oh I doubt it. Yeah, doubt it. No, but I'm leaving the country. <laughs> I so was say, you're actually not taking the day off. Not nah. you're working. Yeah, in I the am country, actually. So because so, I was thinking, I don't think you've missed a day since we started this. No, nope. this is our my, this is my first experience with going to be with a co-host. So we'll see how this goes. It'll be great. Let's hope. Yeah, so well, let's hope. Anyway, have some stories to tell. Yes, so sad week this week. I'm sure thinking about everybody with the hurricanes and um, Las Vegas and yeah, yeah. So so sad. So sending out thoughts about that to the victims' families and everything. Yep. So not much you can say. No, not much. So, um, well, should we get to some of these questions that yeah. were submitted? Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. So you can, as Mick and I were saying, you can submit these questions on our website. And we had three actually submitted, and they're all for you. And I was thinking this morning, driving in, when you're gone here in a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. we're going to have to stick to cat questions and you hamsters know heaps and of guinea dog pigs. Stuff. You're just being shy. Real basic dog stuff. So anything too complicated, I'm going to have to call you while you're in Lebanon. Okay. Get you on we'll the do phone. a call in. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Uh, I adopted a puppy, and all she does is chew on my fingers, and it hurts. I tell her no. She stops for a second, and then she starts again. What can I do? Yeah. Um, with Well, puppies chew. So to stop them chewing us, we need to redirect that chewing into something that's not us. One, people have a tendency to play with puppies with their hands, and, you know, and then it gets too hard, and they go, oh, that hurts. Don't do that. What I... Teaching bone inhibition to puppies, one of the best techniques we use is called the ouch technique. So even if the puppy touches people with their teeth, it's just, ow! And it's not a hard, it's like, ow, that hurt, like when a kid pinches or something. And then you actually turn away or walk away. So if you do that, you lose me. And then the puppy will do it again, but they do it softer. And then you do, ow! And so, and it's not to scare, it's more of a little startle, but when puppies play with puppies, well, you know, they bite each other 
And a lot of people think, or used to think, that the puppy would bite and fight back. The other puppy actually does a little squeak and walks away and won't play with that puppy. So you've been a jerk, I'm not going to hang out with you anymore. So the ALCH techniques works really, really well. And I teach that you can play as however you like with your, with your dog and puppy, but there is, as soon as skin touch, teeth touch skin, we stop. Um, some of us boys like to play rough with puppies and dogs. Thing is, that's what I can handle. But your kids and your friends, so the dog learns to play bite that hard. So I actually teach no play biting on humans whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Then when you do the ulch and it doesn't do that, you can redirect it into a toy and play and other items. Now, sometimes the ulch gets some dogs, not, not as met, you know, the ulch normally works well and it can work with adult dogs as well, is timeout. So you do that. Because some dogs, when you say "ouch," go "woohoo!" Look what I can do! I can get you to dance or <laughs> jump around. So what you do is teeth touch skin. You go, you put a cue to it. "ouch," no bite. Put them in the crate. Shut the door. Maximum five minutes. Now that is if your crate is a positive environment. Be like sending their kids to the room. You know, you just need a break for a second. Less. Under five minutes, they calm down, you let them out. Now, if you do time out, it is a punishment. If you do time out, you have to stick with it over and over and over and over again. Most people go, oh, this is tough. The other thing is you walk away. You time out yourself. So you remove yourself from the situation. Mm-hmm. But give them things to chew, appropriate toys, Kongs, you know, Nyla bones with holes drilled in them with peanut butter frozen inside. So when they are want to, when they do want to chew something or are in a play body mood, redirect it into an appropriate item. Same as if the kids want to draw, you don't let them draw on the wall. You show them where you want them to draw. Same idea. Okay, and I assume some of that, and I know we're running out of time here before our next break, but I assume some of that maybe can come from the teeth thing. Mm-hmm. Like teething and new oh, yeah. coming in. And yeah, and that's the thing. We Sorry, good, really good point. We don't stick our fingers in our children's mouth because they're teething. Yeah. You know, I hear people say, oh, they're just teething. Then give them a, chew, a teething ring. Yeah. You know, a yeah. doggy one. Yeah. Equivalent. Yeah, it's thank you. So no, you do know that. No, I was just thinking, you know, how people go, you know, they're just doing that right now because they're teething. And I'm thinking two things. One, yeah, maybe. But two, like that still doesn't mean you should let them chew on your fingers. No. Like. It's like, what you were saying about yep. yeah, because what they learn then or now, that is what they learn for life. Yeah, and it's the same with cats. We don't use our hands as cat toys. It, right. Those toys with like gloves. Yeah, you're just teaching a, a cat or an animal to play with your hands and yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, and we do we do get calls about that with cats like often. Yeah, um, so you know, don't play with your hands. Don't play with your cat with your hands. Just don't do it. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. Fox News Radio, I'm Karen McHugh. Nate is a hurricane again, and he's headed for the Gulf Coast. Over the next two days, we're looking at rapidly deteriorating conditions over the day. Saturday with showers and heavier showers and thunderstorms as the bands move in throughout the evening hours and lasting into the wee hours of the morning on Sunday morning. National Weather Service forecaster Gavin Phillips in New Orleans, where the mayor has ordered a curfew beginning at 7 p.m. An ISIS-inspired plan to attack New York City subways and landmarks has been foiled. 
spoiled. Three men have now been arrested and charged. One is a U.S. citizen based in Pakistan. Another's from the Philippines. And the third is a Canadian citizen. Now, he's the one who authorities say actually purchased all of these bomb-making materials. And at one point, he also outlined a plan to target music festivals and concerts. Fox's Kristen Fisher. Fox News, we report, you decide. It's a cloudy day in central Iowa. We'll still see some rain and showers at times. 69 degrees the high temperature with south-southwest winds at 5 to 15. Tonight, skies beginning to clear. Temperatures dropping to 52 overnight. On Sunday, day two, sunny skies and warmer. 80 degrees our high temperature. Monday, day three, another cool down, mostly sunny and 68 degrees. That's latest news radio, 1040 WHO, three-day weather forecast. I'm Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa. Light rain continues to fall in the metro, 67 degrees the temperature. Ready for the next big breaking news story? This is News Radio 1040 WHO. You're listening to ARL Animal Connection, part of our new, more live and local weekends on News Radio 1040 WHO. Welcome back, everyone. So we've got, uh, this is your one of your favorite times of year, isn't it? Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> a smile on your I face. I love it. I got my Halloween costume this week, even. Very. I don't even know when Halloween is. October 31st. Oh, there you go. Boom, boom. Yeah. Now I know. Love Halloween. And yeah, love I've only been weather. in this country 11 years and I still haven't figured it I out. I know. See, scary movies and... Do you know what I like about this time of year? What? The weather. I love I, this like weather. People might look outside, really. Maybe not so much the downpour we had yesterday, yeah. but the nice days, the cool mornings love and it. evenings. Get up and like, this is nice. Yeah. So. Love it. Love the rain. I love yeah. I, I love everything about this time of year. It's awesome. Yep. And which is why we have trivia questions that involve rats, bat, uh rats, spiders, bats, so, all this creepy kind of stuff. So Well not creepy because we like rats. We like and spiders and bats. Yep. But yes. Unfortunately we don't have any rats up for adoption. Not but currently. Not currently. We have some other critters down there. I was looking on our website at ARL Iowa.org. Um, go and have a look at all our wonderful adoptable pets on there. There's an awesome looking guinea pig on there. Yeah, buttercup. Butter, butter butterscotch. Butterscotch. Yeah. 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 Adorable. Plus some sweet mice. Mice. And, yeah. Um, See, mini rat. Hamsters. <laughs> rats Dog. with no tail. <laughs> yeah. And Mick and I joke, but rats are wonderful, wonderful pets. Very <laughs> great for kids. They're very social. They're very clean. Yep. Um, very smart. Very smart. So, very trainable. Yep. Affectionate. Yep. They're a great pet. They really are. Great pets. So watch our website um, because we they regularly come get rats in yep. uh, for adoption. So and we, we sure love to find them a good home. We sure do. So but so what's the trivia? It's about, it's going to be about rats All this, right. this week. So there's a movie called Ben. I don't know if you've ever heard of that movie. Never seen it. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, the, the gist of the movie, and it was came out in 1972, so the gist of it is, is that this kid befriends a rat named Ben and forms an army of his rodent friends, okay? Huh. So um, the question is, so the, there's a song, Ben, in the movie, Ben, okay, the rat, and it, it, it got to be somewhat popular again, 1971, 72. Yes, I was too young then. Yeah. <laughs> Why that look? I was like seven. <laughs> Um, you were what five? 
Mm, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna have to get this. <laughs> nice movie. try. Huh? I'm gonna have to get this movie for you. Snore. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. Um, I don't know anything about it. It's ac- it was actually pretty good yeah? at the time. I mean, now it would you know our level of uh, you know production. Yeah, it has gone up so much that now it might be different. But I don't know. Like I look at Jaws, which was from 1970s. Mm-hmm. And I love that movie. And why are we digressing? I don't know. Here anyway. we go. So the movie. The question a song. is <laughs> yes yeah, so here's a trivia question and the first person to call in 284-1040 284-1040 we will send you out an arl animal connections mug first person gets the right answer so the question is involving the movie um ben yeah is the movie ben yes okay so there's a song featured in the movie called ben and what famous singer sang that song okay that's the question, so the question. <laughs> wow i was getting all messed up yeah because i think ben came out in not in 71 and willard came out in 72 which is a sequel sorry about that but oh okay yeah well, okay oh there's more to the, it look at all the people calling in that must know this oh, movie too. that was quick there's no google searches going on there there is not so let's uh no so it looks like dolores was our first caller good hi, morning dolores. Dolores. hi there Thanks for everything you guys do. Oh, oh thank, thank you. you. Uh, what, do you know the answer? Uh, Michael Jackson. You got it. Well Absolutely. Done. Well done. Mick didn't have a clue. I had no idea. He <laughs> did not have a clue, so that is great. Did you ever see the movie? I didn't, but I was a big Michael Jackson fan. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, I I actually like that song he sang. I yeah, agree it was with you. good. Yeah, very cool. Well, Dolores, stay on hold, and Duncan will get your information. We'll mail you out a mug, and thanks so much for Thank listening. You so Thank much. you, Dolores. My kitties listen to you every Saturday. Oh, great. Oh. Thank you. Fantastic. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you to everyone who was calling in. Yeah, they lit up real quick, didn't they? Yeah, that was great because I was rambling so much I didn't even know where I was going with the question. So I think people just knew that. Yeah. Yeah, that was very cool. Yeah, I have not seen that movie, so. I know the song you, when you mentioned it. Yeah, I'd start singing it, but that could be horrifying, so. No, we'll get past, no offense. (laughs) I'm going to have to get you those movies. Not karaoke. It just is karaoke. I like karaoke. Okay. Um, Depends how many drinks I've had, how good I sound. To myself. To yourself. I got I to gotta hear that someday. Ah, uh, no. You're good. <laughs> so. All right. Anyway, so, should, yes. Should we go on to another question? Yeah, let's do Otherwise, that. Otherwise, I'm going to make you sing. Let's do another question, okay, please. here we go. Okay. My dog is digging holes in the backyard. He mm-hmm. does it right after he chases a squirrel and that's the only time why is he doing this he's a labrador mix about a year old and he's the perfect dog otherwise so he chases the squirrel and then starts digging yep there's three things dogs do to actually offload so either it's stress or if they get over aroused three main things there's other things but the three main things they dig they bark and they chew and what it does, it actually releases dopamine, so it feels good. Okay. So what I'm thinking is chase the rabbit of the squirrel. Or it could be a rabbit. Or a rabbit. Yeah. Can't catch it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And starts digging. Okay. Little offload. So the thing I'd be looking for is how long they dig. And, you know, if it's like a burst and they dig, 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 and then they walk away and it's like, ah, oh, okay. So, so what do you do to stop that? Because Yep. If um if they have a favorite toy, 
you know, you'd have to supervise and watch it and teach them. But what we want to do is redirect that digging behavior, that offload into something we would like. So what I do is as the dog starts, if it starts chasing, let them chase. As they lose the, the chase, hey, what have I got for you here? And start that interject with that game or that treat or that. And what the dog will learn is when I feel this way, I've got to go and this is good fun to go and offload in instead of digging up mum and dad's yard. Okay. So makes yep. sense when you think about it. Yeah. Again, we have to be out there. We have to teach them. We yeah. have to show them what we'd like them to do instead of doing that. Like people, when they come, when I talk to people about behavior, they go, I don't want them doing this. And I go, well, what do you want them doing? Mm-hmm. And they go, what do you mean? Well, tell me what you'd like or not do that. Okay. If he's not doing that, what can he do? Yeah. And we, teach them what they can do instead of so instead of being destructive go and have some fun yeah you still get the same offload but in a more appropriate manner yeah it kind of reminds me of when when you describe it that people say oh i've got so much pent-up energy mm-hmm. like what do i go do with it you know yeah. um which i always think is so interesting the more you know the more you learn and the more we learn about animals the really you, you can take so many things they do and really kind of look at humans and go that's the same behavior that humans are doing over here. We may yeah. not be digging holes, but what are we doing instead to get rid of our pent-up energy? Yep. Yeah. And way back when, they, not condoning it, they did testing on animals mm-hmm. for psychology for humans. Mm-hmm. And most of the animal trainers around the, the ones I know all know of somewhat human psychology because we're all animals. Yeah. And learning theory is the same for all species. We just walk, walk upright. Yeah. You know, you look at kids at school, we give them stamps and stars and rewards. Hey, just another animal. Yeah. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. 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 That's my, really cool. My ex-mother-in-law used to say to me, your daughter's not an a-, a dog. I said, learning theory is the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true, She's a good though. kid. Yeah. But rewards and consequences and, you know, you yeah. don't let your kids run out in the road and get nearly hit by a car before you teach them what to do. Yeah. For people let dogs do stuff and then want to correct them. So being reactive and not proactive. Yeah. I'm a big proactive person. Right. You know, I had a, I had a behavior call this week from a lady who uh, has two cats and she you know starts out by telling me she's calling me because they get along most of the time but that sometimes like they got in a big huge fight and you know the fur was flying and what can she do and do they really hate each other and that sort of thing and i asked her if she had a sister yeah and she said yeah why and i said so you got moments with your sister that she drives you crazy and moments with your sister that you love her and da 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 and she's like oh yeah like you know you look at that Mm -hmm. with cats it's the same sort of thing like you know they like being around they like having the company they like all that and then sometimes they just irritate each other you know they have a spat absolutely and um and animals why would we expect animals in that situation wouldn't have moments where they would have spats also yeah yeah it's funny how we put expectations on animals that we can't meet right yeah absolutely you're going to coexist and not have an argument yeah Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. That's right. You know, and they're together 24 hours a day. Oh, I yeah. couldn't do that. Yeah, exactly. No offense to you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I love my sisters, but lock me in a bathroom with them for 24 hours? Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be some 
foo flying. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So it's it's just it is exactly right. We do seem to put expectations on our animals. That, yep. Yeah. You know, and the big one um, with uh, the growth of dog parks. Uh, just opening up another door here. Yeah. Is that dogs should get along with every dog because they're a pack animal? Well, we just talked earlier in the show. We talked about how the pack theory no longer exists. Yeah. Well, in domestic dogs. Right. So therefore, it's two worlds. If you think about pack theory, then a group of dogs should harm another dog trying to come into their group. So that doesn't work. Yeah. So social activity, but they expect some people take their dog down the dog park and expect the dog to get along with every dog because it's meant to be a social group animal. I don't get along with every person, believe it or not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but again, that's that expectation that, you know, um, I've had dogs in my life that have won two good friends being other dogs. Other than that, they don't care for other dogs. Yep. They don't harm them. Like they don't run out and stab them, but they just don't want them around. Yeah. So I, okay, that's what, that's what you want to do. That's how we live. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, it's, and again, I mean, I know we're going back and forth between dog and cat, dog and cat, but it's so true with cats. You know, mm-hmm. we've done, and, and what's interesting is, and it's, and if people listen to the show, they hear me talk about this because it's so important is those introductions of cats. Yeah. Intro, intro, intro. I just had a person at work adopt another cat, a fourth cat, and I was like, slow, slow, slow. You know, it yep. may take a day, it may take two months, but it will be worth that at the end. But what happens is, you know, people rush to introduce the cats and, you know, maybe they just don't love each other to begin with or they have a bad first interaction and then that's what they remember. Yeah. It's like with us humans, we meet somebody we have a bad interaction with them out of the gate, we're probably not going to have warm fuzzies about them, you know, going forward. Yep. We may be able to obviously live in society and, you know, that sort of thing, but you got to go slow and you got to make sure that intro is done in the right way um, so they have a good thought about that other yeah, cat. Yeah, it's so important. Like, Okay, you say two months. That sounds like a long time. Well, like Bob was saying, add 15 years or more to that. Yeah. That couple of weeks or months is, you're talking about how many years of harmony? Right, right. And usually, I mean, and two months is extreme. Yeah. I mean, obviously. But, you know, one of my, I, you know, have introduced many cats in my own household. One of my cats, it took me about two months. And now peaceful and been peaceful for years you know but um it's just you know i it got a cat wandered up to my spot that had probably never been around other cats so i wasn't sure what the rest of my cats really were and so we had and i have multiple cats so i had to do intros to all of these cats separately but two months is extreme but you're totally right it's totally worth that investment for how many years you're hopefully yeah have definitely animal, so. and there's lots of information about this on our website at arl-iowa.org as well under pet help lots of handouts and for those that don't know carol and i are authors of our for the lover dogs and for the lover cats you and i co-authored yep. as well um and they're available through the animal rescue league and it's got what we're talking about earlier all this behavior stuff that we've learned over the years and brought into the shelters so we have some fantastic resources that we've spent a lot of time over many years gathering and putting together and adjusting when need to when we learn new stuff that's right that's one of the most cool things about this work is just the constant learning and constant like oh you know realizations that come that help us to help animals even more it's never boring it is never boring (laughs) that is for sure i think that's why i've stuck with it how many years you know yeah yeah um 
Absolutely. So very cool. And it's cool to learn about different species. You know, we have our barn animal program at the ARL, so we've been learning more and more about them. So uh, we're going to take another break. And we'll be back. It's a cloudy day in central Iowa. We'll still see some rain and showers at times. 69 degrees the high temperature with south-southwest winds at 5 to 15. Tonight, skies beginning to clear. Temperatures dropping to 52 overnight. On Sunday, day two, sunny skies and warmer. 80 degrees our high temperature. Monday, day three, another cool down, mostly sunny and 68 degrees. That's latest news radio, 1040 WHO, three-day weather forecast. I'm Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa. You're listening to ARL Animal Connection, part of our new more live and local weekends on news radio 1040 who welcome back everyone we're just about to wind up the show a couple of minutes left so yes. it's gone quick it has gone quickly i we actually have another question that got submitted do you want to try to get it let's, done and let's get okay. it done so we get some answers for pe- folks out there i have two dogs and when i give them a rawhide bone they growl and almost start fighting they otherwise are best friends what is happening uh resource the term is resource guarding it's really food aggression um and it's over we were talking about social structure before and items of value so we live harmoniously but all of a sudden you've thrown a hundred dollar note in the middle of the two kids (laughs) they're gonna fight over it even if they have their own so what i recommend is they don't get raw heights um it's just the safest practice or if you want to give them those special high-value rewards, is you separate them. And I have to do that in my house. It's just the way it is. Yep. Um, and so I cut them out, but when I do give them that special treat, I just – it's management. We're not going to change the behavior. Um, you can modify it and reduce it a little bit, but then you, you're putting them at risk by getting them to be that possessive of an item. So – you know, I have one in one room, one in the other. Before I'm before I let them back together, I make sure there's no remnants left over, and then I pick everything up, and then we're all good again. So, just the safest option is a not to do it, or b separate. Um, it's just high value rewards that are causing guarding behaviour. Yeah. And if you, you know, these have been great questions, all submitted really on our good website, www.arl-iowa.org. But uh, on our calendar of events today, too, at 3.30, there's drop-in training. Yeah. And so if you've got questions. Yep, our staff there are waiting to help you out. And it's not a, it's a drop-in class. So you can drop in, as it says, but work on, oh, I need walking, help with leash walking or I would like to do this, or I have this problem. Well, let's work on that with you. Here's the fundamentals. Jump over there and let's start work. And then they work with another person. And so, yeah, do you bring your dog with you. Yes. Yeah, you do bring yep. your dog. Okay. Yep. Of course, they have to be vaccinated. Yep. Proof of vaccinations. Yep. Um, but it gives people an opportunity if they don't have the time to sign up for a six-week program or one of our fast track classes, which are all on our website as well. Um, gives an opportunity maybe just to drop in and get some quick tips and get some stuff done. Yeah, that's really cool. It's a fun thing. Yeah, yeah, lots of people do stop in for those too and um, very helpful. So, you know, I think the Animal Rescue League is really great about giving out, you know, lots of resources to help people keep their pets and, you know. Resources galore. Yeah. The, we want pets to stay in their homes. Yeah. And we will help you as much as humanly possible with everything we have to keep you and your pet together 
Um, they need us and we need them. So, But uh, I have some homework for you. Okay. How many teeth do bats have? That came up just when we were talking about bats How before. many teeth do bats have? What, 32? Correct. Is it really? Did you look it up? I did not. Yeah. Are you lying? Most adults have 32. Oh, my gosh. God, I'm good. I am I'm stunned. I'm on the bats. I am stunned. <laughs> I'm totally on the bat information. For the first time in oh, a very long time, I actually am speechless for a moment. Yes, well, I'm just saying. It's my favorite time of year. Remember, <laughs> I know my bat, spider, and rat trivia, I guess. so. Yep. Oh, no, it's not bats. I was looking at the wrong thing. Oh, you were not. I was. <laughs> oh, my That's God. humans. Oh, that's just lovely. That's probably where I got the 32. <laughs> oh, have, goodness. like five seconds. What's the answer? Oh, no, I know. That'll be next week homework. Oh my gosh! Okay, well, I looked at it and then I saw Colgate. What's Colgate got to do with <laughs> oh it? Oh my gosh! Well, tune in next week. I need a Mick researcher, to, Mick, to give you information about how many teeth bats have, and maybe it's thirty-two. Maybe I was right. We'll find out. So anyway, Doctor Giggler will be here next week. So you guys all go and have a wonderful week. Remember to pour it forward. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. AM to add on your smartphone. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. News Radio 1040. WHO Des Moines. Making its move in the Gulf of Mexico. I'm Pam Puso, Fox News. Hurricane Nate, which is expected to make landfall near New Orleans overnight. The rainfall rates, because it's moving so fast, are going to be kept down just a little bit where it comes on shore. But once we get into some mountainous terrain up across parts of uh, the central Appalachians, expect to see more water run out of the system. Fox meteorologist Rick Reichmuth, Nate is currently a Category 1 storm, but could strengthen. One of the big concerns here in New Orleans are the pumping stations. 10% of them are broken. The city has already flooded several times this year, including last week. The drainage system is challenged. It's old and tired and underfunded, according to the mayor, who says it's like his grandma's car with 400,000 miles on it. Fox's Rick Leventhal. Nearly one week after the shooting rampage in Las Vegas, some 60 people remain hospitalized, 26 of them in critical condition. Later today, a unity prayer walk will be held in honor of the victims. Vice President Mike Pence is expected to attend. There's a memorial that is now set up in front of the iconic Welcome to Las Vegas sign. A carpenter from Chicago drove down and he set up 58 wooden crosses. Each cross has a picture and a name of each individual victim. It is a powerful thing to walk through. Fox's Will Carr, as for the motive behind the attack, investigators say they haven't been able to pinpoint it. Disrupted in New York City, a terror plot that federal authorities say was inspired by ISIS among the potential targets, Times Square. Another target, the New York City subway system, and they apparently had obtained maps of the system to help them plan their attack. Three men have now been arrested and charged. One is a U.S. citizen based in Pakistan. Another's from the Philippines. And the third is a Canadian citizen. Fox's Christian Fisher, Fox News, fair and balanced.